this is so expensive. It must be better. I'm sure you've heard this somewhere. And I hope you don't actually think like that. But if you do, just so happen, if you do, it is fine. Welcome, welcome. Have a sit. You know, brew some tea and uh, let me share with you some inner workings of pricing. Right? And explore some dangerous spending myths today that are highly prevalent in our modern consumerism-laden, you know, society. That is not to say that I have some higher order ability to dictate how you spend or like, you know, I'm above you, I'm not, I'm also human. Human, the idea here today is to allow you a deeper view into how prices are crafted. Maybe then you have a clearer idea as to how to spend your moolah. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Since you work very hard for it, let's spend some time to think about how to spend it. Welcome home. Test, test. Good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. So whether you're interested in the pursuit of the common narrative, getting a degree, finding a job, setting up a family and live happily ever after, Oh, you're an avid FIRE believer, F-I-R-E. For those who are new to the term, FIRE means financial independence retire early. Or you're just quirky, like me, questioning and trying to create a life you love. There should be something for you here. So whether you're on your way to work, to school, chilling by the beach, or just cuddling, snuggling in bed, today's topic is dangerous spending myths. Growing up in an average family, the storyline has always been study hard, get to a good university, get a good job, you know, save up, buy a house, set up a family, and then after you retire, you can do everything you want. It's always been a narrative. Um, I don't subscribe to it. I'm sure you know by now. I'm not sure if you subscribe to it, but even if you do, it's okay. Everybody has their own way of life, and most important is you gotta accept and enjoy it. But one thing I've learned, or should I say, have not learned growing up, is how do I spend? I realized that my family never teach, never ever taught me how to spend. Alright, it's always been work hard, save money, although they don't really do it. <laughs> so this is the elephant in the room, right? How to spend? How do I spend my money? We don't really talk about it. Even a lot of these uh, financial experts on the news. They don't talk about how to spend. More often than not, the same narrative holds. They will, te- they will tell you that you got to save money, you know, prepare for uh, whatever things that to come. What if, what if, what if this happened? What if that happened? There's always a lot of fear. What if, what if, right? So not knowing how to spend is a pretty dangerous thing. But what is more dangerous is that we picked up a lot of different spending habits along the way by observing. So... Whether you're conscious or you're subconscious, you realize that you have a certain spending habit and underlying all these spending habits are certain spending myths. 
because these are principles that you have picked up along the way by observing or by some sort of discussion. Maybe your family have taught you some stuff. Maybe school has taught you some stuff. Maybe society have taught you something. Maybe you just discussed with your friends and you found that, hey, actually, what my friends say, pretty good. Huh? So I picked up along the way. So whether you've picked up through reading or through interaction, every kind of spending habit that you have has an underlying principle. And to me, some of these principles are great, very clear, very accurate, but many of them are quite, I would say, a myth, and in some ways pretty dangerous because they govern your spending in a really odd way, in my view at least. At least if you are trying to drive yourself towards you know, um, being self-sufficient, being financially independent, and maybe even retire slightly early, there are certain spending ideologies, certain spending principles, and I would say certain spending myths that we need to debunk. You don't need to agree with everything that I said, right? You don't need to agree with me on, on these spending myths I'm going to point out. But it's a good reference and it's all for us to discuss and, and learn as we go along. But why do I think these you know, these three spending myths I'm going to share with you are dangerous because they challenge your direction towards financial independence, towards financial retirement and essentially challenges the very underlying concept of financial literacy. They don't make sense, in my view at least. So the first thing that I'm going to share with you, it's pretty common. Most people talk about this. Expensive means better quality. That's the first spending myth that ooh, I feel so much for. Many people say this thing. Expensive means better quality. But is it really true? The answer, of course, is not true, right? If you think about it, there are a lot of money poured into brand positioning. There are a lot of money poured into advertising. There are a lot of money poured into how the shop looks, how it feels. Essentially, it's all under brand positioning. So many a times you are paying a premium for a brand. And it is okay if you are paying a premium for the brand. I think it's fine because if you agree with what the brand is trying to do and you're willing to pay the brand for their work, like, you know, I'm willing to pay a premium for Nike shoes because they have done a good work. They've done a good job trying to bring the best designs together. And yeah, I think it's fair. If that is your view, that is cool. But when you oversimplify to be when you oversimplify to say expensive means good, then that is a very, very questionable because expensive doesn't mean better quality. If you understand how the supply chain works, many, many, many different brands use the same producers, they use the same material. That's why when you go to Under Armour, when you go to Adidas, when you go to Nike, they all feel like, oh, same shoes, huh? they're all same season, huh? they're all kind of material, all the same. Have you ever thought about this? Why can the fashion industry always all use the same material during the same time? They can release the same material at the same time. Right? It's very interesting. Uh, conspiracy theories will tell you that it's all kahoot. The fashion moguls are there to you know, tell you what is fashionable, what is beautiful, but that is up to them. But when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, because they all take from the same factory. Most of them are OEM. What does OEM mean? OEM stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer. Essentially, it means the factory produces the shoes, 
And then Nike just kind of staple its, no, not staple, glue its, uh, what do you call that? Logo on it. So it's actually, it endorses its brand, right? And Adidas will glue its logo on the shoes. So you get the idea. I'm not saying that you cannot buy branded stuff or you cannot buy whatever favorite brand you have. Essentially, whether is it makeup or whether is it bubble tea, even bubble tea, my goodness. And I'm not a huge supporter of bubble tea and don't recommend you drink too much, but everyone is charging so much for bubble tea. But they're actually all using the same milk supplier, maybe a little, the tea supply is slightly different, but it's about the same because it's always the same few importers. They need license, right? The tea comes into the country and there are only that few people that bring bring so much tea and yeah, they're all using the same supplier, selling you the same thing at a different price point because some of them open in a mall, some of them use... Um, artists to endorse, they all have all, all sorts of brand positioning. So it is not fair to say that expensive means better quality. You can have many things that are great quality, but they're not pricey. You look at, I think one brand that I love is Uniqlo. Really cheap, right? I'm always wearing Uniqlo t-shirts. So it's affordable, it's not crazy, it's not pricey, but I like it. Decent quality. It's not the cheapest. You can go to Taobao and buy a lot cheaper stuff, but it's fair. It's not expensive. I think it's good quality. Whether the brand or not, it's okay. I'm, I'm not really concerned about the brand. So what I want you to realize is that expensive doesn't mean better. It's a very dangerous view. But you can tell me, it's okay for you to tell me that, oh, I like the brand, I like the design, and I'm willing to pay a premium for this. I think that is perfectly all right. And it's very different from expensive means better, huh? It's very, very different because you recognize that there are a certain amount that goes into the quality and there is a certain amount that goes into the marketing, the branding and the brand positioning, etc., etc. So it's okay. If you love your makeup, you love Clinic, you love Estee Lauder, you love whatever, just use it. If you love it, you love the brand, you love the quality, you love you know, how it looks, fine. But to oversimplify and say expensive means better, Oh, super dangerous. And I don't think you should hold on to that view. Yeah? Brings me to my next point. Retail therapy is a thing. I'm amazed, you know, like I have friends, especially ladies. I'm not, okay, I'm not pinpointing saying ladies always spend more, but touch your heart huh, and ask yourself, do you spend more on shopping? Okay, that is, that is up to you to, to decide. Of course, everyone is different. You know, you do your thing and yeah. As long as you recognize that you actually have this thought, you have this very dangerous thought and dangerous myth that retail therapy is a thing, that there is therapy in retail, then you maybe want to revisit it. Revisit the idea. This is a whole marketing campaign that has come to be really, really successful. It's the same as why you got to give chocolates on Valentine's Day or why the diamond ring is a sign of marriage. You know, all these are great advertising campaigns. They have done their job and cemented such thoughts into our head. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And retail therapy is something that has been cemented into our head. I have friends who actually tell me that, oh, today uh, I'm very stressed. I'm going for retail therapy. I'm like, my goodness, girl, there is no therapy in retail. And why do I say so? Because if you understand, therapy is a healing process. There is no healing process when you buy bags. Imagine the guy saying, oh, hey, let's go to the bar, man. We need beer therapy. Okay, actually, I heard someone say that. <laughs> but but it's, it's oh, for lack of a better word, it's quite dumb. Because all these are marketing and we have fallen into their traps. Because, hey, they spend a lot of money to do all these, to shape our views and shape our ideas. If you need therapy, you need some sort of healing, then go search for it. Do yoga, find a therapist, meditate. There are all sorts of ways. If you feel very stressed, take a breather, go out for a jog, do some exercise. There are all sorts of ways to heal yourself and work on the underlying challenges, the underlying issues. If it's work, if it's communicating with your partner, then work on that. Not take on another form to, you know, heal yourself, which it doesn't happen, right? You, you don't, you don't, okay, if let's say, to put it simple, let's say you quarrel with your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, you quarrel with them, and you're very emotional, very unhealthy, very very unhappy about this thing, and then you go for retail therapy, you buy another bag, or you buy another makeup kit, it's not going to make the relationship better, it's not going to solve the problem, or even if you're a guy, you, you, you can buy a bag too, or you go to a bar drink with your friends and bro code all the way, it's not going to solve your problems. The same relationship kink is still there. You guys still have not sorted out that part. So if you really want to, you know, solve the problem, then go head front, head on on the problem. Don't need to go to another medium, whether it's drinks, whether it's a retail, whether it's a spa, whether it's all those different kind of things. Those are marketing mindsets that have been funneled into us. Oh, and trust me, one of the fastest way to collect credit card debt uh, is retail therapy. Oh my goodness, crazy. If you have not watched my previous episode about crazy credit cards, maybe you want to take a look at that, huh? Yeah, so why? Don't do that. This is an extremely dangerous myth. Remember, there is no therapy in retail and it's all a marketing success, okay? If you truly want to sort out some issues in your life, go head on on the issue or find expert help to help you with that particular issue relationships, finances, you know, work stress, boredom at work. Usually these are the few things, right? And existential crisis, all those things. Go head on on the problem. I know it's painful sometimes. So you need some sort of additional spur, whether is it support from a friend, whether is it you know, a beer with, a, with, with your buddy, or whether is it you really need to buy a bag, it's okay, you know, but recognize that those things are just short-term boosts to help you sort out your 
emotional anxiety at that moment in time when you feel like, ooh, you know, you just need a breather, right? So I would call those breathers. You need a breather, you need to go out to do a little bit of exercise, go for a short holiday, do a breather, it's okay. But man, there is no therapy in retail. After the breather, you got to go look at the problem and solve it. And the long process of healing, that is therapy, not buying a bag. Eh? Which brings me to my last point. The last dangerous spending myths is that not spending will make you very rich. Keep saving. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You probably would have not thought that I'm going to talk about this, right? Not spending is one of the spending myths. But it's true. Because I come from a family that consistently tell me don't spend, uh, save, 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 save. But they don't save. I always see my dad splurge, especially when he closes a big client. You know, we'll go for expensive meals and yeah, we'll spend a lot of money just like that. And buy a car and do all sorts of stuff. So that's why our financial health at home is not stable. We go to a roller coaster and honestly, I don't enjoy the roller coaster and I doubt that you will enjoy that kind of roller coaster. So that is one thing that my parents were inconsistent about. But to me, it is extremely important that you spend Right? Because not spending is not going to make you rich. You want to spend and you want to spend well. You want to spend smart. You want to spend on things that work. The reality is if you spend well, the impact can be a lot stronger than saving. Right? In the past, many people don't have access to investments. They don't have, they don't have access to you know, books. They don't have access to all these different things that can help to improve them. Right? There are a lot of coaches these days. Of course, there are also a lot of weird coaches. A lot of good books. There are also a lot of weird books. Either way, we have access. And spending right is going to be more impactful than you know, not spending. So to me, this, one of the spending myths is not spending will get you rich, which is not the case. you got to work hard, gather your finances, get your financials in check, learn to invest, learn to... You know, save money, learn to manage your finances. Yeah, all sorts of stuff that you need to learn along the way. And to learn, you probably need to spend a little bit. If you don't spend, you can go to the library, of course. But to harbor the underlying belief that not spending is going to make you rich, then that is extremely dangerous, right? So ultimately, I hope you realize that that every habit, every spending habit that we have is governed by a belief. And many a times these beliefs are myths and can be pretty dangerous if you ask me. So to me, I'm going to conclude three myths. The three dangerous spending myths is that expensive means better quality. Not true. A lot of times, a lot of money and a lot of price positioning are all going into the brand. Right? The next thing is retail therapy is a thing. Not true also. Retail is retail. Therapy is therapy. This is a very successful marketing campaign. Don't mix retail and therapy together. Which is the third thing, the third dangerous spending myth is not spending will make you rich. Not true at all. Learn to spend. Learn to spend smart and spend well. I think spending is one of those things that we don't talk a lot about. And I'm going to talk more about it in future podcasts. So I hope you learned something today and yeah, see ya. Test, test. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated, and discussed. I hope you will share what you have gained with people you love. And I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building a community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. 
email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com or message me on Facebook at The Financial Coconut. I will do my best to address your questions in future podcast series, especially if many people are concerned about the same topic. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned next week, and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear, and sustainable for all. Now that you've gotten some perspectives from me, I think you should listen to episode 42, uh, three non-conventional good things to spend on as you embark on your journey on personal finance. I think there are many things that we have neglected and in that episode, I share some stuff that I have spent on that I really love and I felt like maybe you should have um, or maybe you should consider it and Maybe it will impact your life in a way that is beyond linear transactional value, right? Some, sometimes it's not about just buy this, get that, right? We want to get a lot, of, a lot more value out of things to learn about how we spend, learn about our utility mechanism and, you know, be a better spender. And you may do so by jumping over or you can continue listening, of course. <laughs> I hope in this process you become smarter and more cognizant. Learn to spend, spend well, okay? And um, in that sense, since you've already exchanged your income, you know, you exchange your time for income, so why not be a better spender? And by then, you probably will create a life you love a little bit more at least and don't just splurge on whatever advertising tell you to be <laughs> or whatever consumerism stuff right so hope you continue to learn some stuff and keep learning follow our socials join our telegram group sign up for a weekly newsletter everything is in the description below see ya next episode <laughs>